0: Nick, I believe we should choose truth over facts.
1: Jeff, I really don't want to take this podcast and make it political.
0: Oh.
1: Hello, my brothers and sisters in smoke. It's time again for another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I am Nick, your Bishop of the Burn, and with me as always is my co-host, Jeff. Gator. Yeah, okay. And today, we are going to be enjoying a cigar that's new for Jeff but I've had a couple of times this is a new cigar for me it's the super fly by Oscar now we did switch things up a little bit tonight
0: so what we're doing is uh, I am actually smoking a Toro which I believe is a uh, 6 by 54 or something I along think those we lines, that up if I'm not like mistaken that. yeah and I
1: hang believe on. what are you smoking there Nick hang on let me look this up so you can tell we put the show prep yeah, in for this I, one. Yeah. you have a you have a, a Toro which is a 6x54 and I normally like to try and buy two of the exact same cigar, same size and everything else. And um, when the, I this the Toro's more in my wheelhouse. This well, is more my range of Well, when cigar. I decided to purchase, when I decided to uh, go with this cigar, I knew I had one of these sitting in my humidor and I knew you hadn't had it yet. So that's why I decided I'd go ahead and buy one more. And then that way we could go ahead and smoke it, and so um, I did. But unfortunately, I bought the wrong size. I have a super uh, super gordo, six and a half by sixty, but a half inch longer and you know slightly larger, slightly larger cigar. I do. I prefer the sixty ring gauge. I'm more a more a Toro fan. I mean, so you know, in this case, the one time my mistake actually produces some positive. It paid off. To each their own. Exactly. So, yeah, we will be smoking the Superfly by Oscar. The cigar is uh, from Honduras. It has a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper. The binder is from Honduras. And the filler is a mix of tobacco from the Dominican Republic. A pack, Hond- pack of wild dogs apparently attacking yeah, us know, during right? the podcast. Again, just to remind everybody, we do record these outside so that we can enjoy the cigar as we record. So, yeah, we did have some some dogs before. Running by. Oh, there it is again. But um, we have, uh, the filler is Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua. The uh, cigar is classified as a medium. However, I will say, after having smoked one of these before, this is probably one of the, if not the strongest cigar that Oscar puts out. That's going to be a stretch for me. But with that being said, it's not necessarily a super strong cigar per se it's just you know one of the strongest he puts out Nick, i Nick, am if you
0: would just a little housekeeping issue might might me up just a hair there cuz you're coming in a little bit hot so we'll just fix that on the fly perfect i think we're dead on there okay there you go i hope
1: you didn't like totally talk over and now i'm going to have to have a weird edit going on oh is, i'm sure which is very possible
0: very possible so no, you can you can leave that in
1: I guess
0: we could. Uh, you know what? Sometimes it's good to know how the sausage is made. Dude, there's a mosquito
1: buzzing around. I think he bit my cheek.
0: <laughs> Nick is, I think we've mentioned this before, but Nick is a mosquito magnet. Oh. I've never seen anyone this is, that draws these bugs in like I, Nick does. I think
1: I've showered in off at this moment. Oh, essentially. Like, I've pretty much essentially showered in a can of off. And yet, even with that, I think the mosquitoes are finding the one or two random spots on me that I don't have any bug spray on, but anyway, let's drive them out with some smoke. Time to clip? Time to clip. So, it is time for the official cutting of the cigar brought to you by whoever wants to sponsor it.
0: Feel free to reach out on any of the Cigar Pulpit socials.
1: Or, email me at nick at Look at us shilling for sponsors. Right.
0: While we're shilling, the I'm just going to mention tens of
1: people.
0: the tens of people listening. While we're shilling, I'm going to mention Delicia. If you are oh in my the podcast god again listening audience, we would love to do a joint podcast she with you. No, know you exist. Well, not yet. You fake it till you make it, brother. If anybody listening Toast to this the podcast, foot. Nick is toasting his foot. If any of the uh, folks listening to this podcast have not looked up the Cigar Vixen and watched her uh, show. She's on YouTube. Um, she's everywhere. Um, look up Delicia. It's Gar Vixen. You're going to thank us. Um, you know, that's one thing I like about what we do on this podcast is we actually talk about other podcasts that we like. I mean, we're, we're not in this exclusively, and there are other people that are doing really interesting things in and around the cigar field. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, uh, I enjoy uh, giving some shout-outs now and then.
1: It's, it's, it's true. It, it is does true. indeed. Like shilling again, Delicia. delicia. <laughs> Please call us. <laughs> anyway, so I have lit my cigar, and uh, it's time for me. I'm going to do a cold draw first. Say, give me your thoughts, Jeff.
0: Getting hints of tea berry gum, Nick.
1: And again with the tea berry gum, I did. Uh, so okay, so let's. We we've had two episodes come out so far, so we have had one listener reach out and tell me that they had to Google what tea berry gum was. It should be available at all your finer Cracker Barrel locations, um, in case you are interested in trying the actual tea berry gum. I like the
0: Cracker Barrel, you elitist.
1: I like Cracker Barrel, too. You know what? Seriously. My wife hates meatloaf, so it's the only oh, I place I meatloaf. can go to get meatloaf. I
0: love their meatloaf. I know. It's one of my go-tos, that and the uh, chicken and dumpling.
1: It's the only place I, well, see what you do is you get the meatloaf, but you get it with a side of dumplings. And, you know, I mean, there's no chicken in it, but every once in a while you get lucky, and there's that stray piece of chicken that just, like, ends up in it.
0: And I'm not going to lie. I don't mind the uh, chicken not being in it, because let's be honest, I'm wading through that for the dumplings anyway.
1: Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it takes all the effort and energy out of finding the dumplings, and it's just straight dumplings. Uh, That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I had a hack about that at one point. My waiter told me something about that if you um, were to order what was it if you ordered like the children's meatloaf you got you it was a way for me to order a second slice of meatloaf and actually have it be significantly cheaper than ordering the adult dinner and adding a second slice of meatloaf and i can't remember it now but there's going well, to be a way. that helps
0: the fans not
1: not at all not, not all. at all so well it just helps them realize that i'm a fatty who wants bought two pieces of meatloaf
0: there's nothing wrong with an extra piece of meatloaf. I love meatloaf. I, I also love meatloaf.
1: Anyway, now that we've just spent three minutes on meatloaf. So first impressions of the cigar, Jeff.
0: Hmm. Okay, so let me just say I normally smoke a milder cigar. I normally go with a light Connecticut kind of wrapper. This is a little out of my comfort zone. This it's is a heavier. little it yeah, is it's heavier. a heavier cigar than I'm used to smoking. It's not that I don't like it. It's not, it, it, nothing against the cigar. Um, because we actually got to meet Oscar a while back, and we we'll did. tell you about that here in a few minutes. But of all the others, you know, the the Wild Hunter and different things that I've tried.
1: And the Wild Hunter has a slightly darker wrapper as well.
0: Yeah, but it do, it's not as heavy as the cigar, at no, least to this my is palate.
1: definitely one of the heaviest that he puts out, I would say.
0: What are your thoughts, Nick?
1: I also would say that this is, it's definitely heavier than than like you're saying, like a Connecticut or any sort of mild, you it's know. It's not
0: like that beef jerky we smoked in the last episode.
1: <laughs> Although man, that, you know, it that it, had it, a bit of punch for it. In the end it, it was. wasn't a bad smoke, but No, it was.
0: Man, it it smelled like you were in a smokehouse. I
1: still have the rest of the pack in my in my glove box just waiting for the day that I need need an emergency smoke. I want
0: to try the anise.
1: Uh, I bet you do. But anyway, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm t- anyway, Why do you
0: always make it blue, Nick.
1: I didn't. Anyway, so it's it, no. This is a good cigar. I like this cigar. I do tend to float along the spectrum. I can. I. I. I, I have my favorites. You know, Nick. My, Nick
0: is more adventurous than I am when it comes to cigars. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of have what I like, and I stick with it.
1: I have what I like, but I'm I'm willing to give another uh, a darker cigar. Or a different or a heavier cigar or something, a little bit of a chance. This is darker, but I would not venture out to say that this is a very heavy cigar. For me. Maybe for you. For but, your but you your know, palate, you like a little bit of a darker smoke, so
0: a little bit of a heavier but, smoke.
1: But I'll tell you though, it's not nearly as oppressive as some other ones, and it's not nearly as oppressive as you would think by looking at it. You know, I mean it is a very dark looking cigar. So, Nick, yeah.
0: since we're smoking this fine cigar by Oscar, tell the folks about the uh, time it was actually it was within the last month that we were able to actually meet Oscar over, again, third free plug <laughs> in a row for the Hill Cigar, <laughs> company. It, the
1: Hill cigar company. The Hill Cigar Company is our plug. home.
0: our home cigar lounge. And we just think the world of those people, they're the nicest folks in the world. And we're going to plug them in the next episode, too, because it's already a foregone conclusion. I was going to
1: say it's kind of a foregone conclusion. So, yeah, um, we – there was an event in – They're in uh, downtown
0: St. Louis on the Hill, by the way, Um, for anyone
1: out of area listening to this podcast. There was an event in – when was that? Late late July. It would have been late July. Uh, Oscar came down – or came up, I should say – and um, hosted the event and introduced his Wild Hunter and Superfly and the uh, Ciceron edition, and then obviously also you know had on display the Alter Q and the 2012 and the Leaf. You know, um, I'm a
0: big fan of the Leaf.
1: Yeah, and so you know it was really cool. He you know he hung out. He kind of talked to everybody. You know, gave us a lot of good insight. Could, you know, could
0: not have been more gracious.
1: No, not at all. And the and the Hill had commissioned um, an exclusive piece of artwork for the Cisron edition. You know, for the box and everything. And so, they, uh, we were selling that, or they they were selling that. And they uh, they were actually raffling off the, the the original piece of artwork. You know, if you bought it a box, you know, you could, cool. you could have a chance to win the painting. So no, so Oscar. You know, he was very gracious, gave us a little bit of time. We recorded a video interview, which is available on the Cigar Pulpit's YouTube page. So just go to YouTube and search for the Cigar Pulpit, and you you'll it. You can look for it, it on
0: Facebook, um, but you'll have to, you know, scroll and scroll. Yeah, and scroll. you might as
1: well just go to YouTube.
0: Facebook is not user-friendly for something to look up. Mm. Have you noticed that, Nick? We'll get to my problems with
1: Facebook here in just a bit. Fair enough. So, um... Sounds like you have a vendetta. I have a bone to pick, but I'll get to that in a second. Go to our YouTube page, go ahead and subscribe. We're still kind of building it, you know, so I'm not gonna be like barraging you with tons of videos right off the bat, but it wouldn't hurt to just go ahead and subscribe. And then that way when something new gets put up, you know, it automatically comes to you and you don't have to worry about looking for it. I would also say, while we're on the subject of subscriptions, Give us a subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and make sure you review because the reviews help other people discover us. And I happen to listen know, to it on Apple. out, and it's a good thing. We Jeff wants to go viral. Well, I, but not in the herpes kind of way. Well, exactly.
0: You don't but, want something you need a shot for. Exactly. We would just like <laughs> we'd like people to listen to the podcast, give us their feedback, and let us know what we can do to uh, you know what what they may like to hear out of the podcast in it's the future. True.
1: It's true. One of the Why didn't you
0: automatically go to a venereal disease? I mean, you know, it's... I mean, yes, you could have went with Zika.
1: I could have, and that's more likely didn't. for me to get. Oh, absolutely.
0: You're, you're already walking West Nile virus. Yeah. but anyway, Nick and I have a pack that I will take him out at the first sign of any struggles on his part.
1: Yeah, but the problem is when you say the first sign of any struggles, you mean when I sneeze. I
0: think that's where it starts. I don't want you to be ground zero, my friend. Oh,
1: God. One of the things that that Oscar talked to us about is the packaging for the altar queue. Um, if you guys haven't seen this, it's an amazing box. I have pictures of it up on our Instagram page. It's an amazing box. So he went to a museum and found a pillar or a, a tablet or essentially it's it's a giant stone pillar. And all around it it has etchings in the stone of the various kings for the uh, area. And there were 16 kings. And so what he decided to do was design his packaging in the same way. So the the box itself looks very similar to this this stone altar. And then each one of the cigars in the box, it's, it's 16 cigars in the box. Each one of the cigars has a different band on it Featuring a picture of that king and then a foot band that has the name of that king it on it. It is
0: absolutely and beautiful.
1: And so in the box you have the 16 kings, or in this case the 16 cigars. It, it really is really great because you get, you know, you More get More wild dogs. Well, you get that little piece of history. Barking in the background. That, yes. Thank you, Jeff, for pointing that out. You could have just ignored <laughs> it, but you instead decided to point it out to everybody. <laughs> no No um, one else. Is going to
0: be able to ignore it. We might as well just own it.
1: What's nice is you get a little bit of history to go along with your. Nick's your annoyed with cigar. me
0: tonight. I think on the <laughs>
1: podcast. If no one's picked up on that, I think I'm on his last oh nerve. Oh my
0: gosh! And he so, gave me a free
1: cigar to smoke. And I'm picking on him. I know, right? That's okay. I told him in the first episode. He, I picked up the cigars for the first round of shows. We'll see what. That's when he'll start bringing me a, you know, bag full of quorums and. <laughs> And, I like uh, the gore, you know, swishers and everything else. We'll be, we'll be re- doing dirt reviews before it's all said and done.
0: <laughs> Next up on the uh, cigar pulpit, backwood smoke. There we go.
1: No, so you know what? We, you brought it up, so I'm going to go ahead and circle back to my beef with Facebook and in turn Instagram. This past week, I attempted to boost a post promoting the podcast. I wanted to advertise the podcast. I went in. I built the audience. You know, I... I, Mind
0: you, the product we're reviewing is
1: completely legal. Exactly. I went in. And and I would argue natural as well. I went in. I built the audience. I purposely chose in my audience folks that are 21 and above so that in case anyone, this ad were being served to anyone in a state where it was illegal to purchase tobacco under the age of 21, as it now is in Illinois, thanks. I purposely chose people 21 and above in my audience, and I- I'm sure
0: they're getting ads for
1: vape. Submitted my ads. It took about, I'd say, four hours for Instagram to get back to me and tell me that I have violated their advertising protocols because it's now against Facebook and in turn Instagram Advertising guidelines to promote the sale or use of tobacco and tobacco products. Now, Jeff pointed it out uh, just a bit ago and basically said that he's sure that it's okay for somebody to be advertising, you know, vape, for example. I'm not necessarily sure that's the case, but what I will say is just in the last 24 hours of receiving the notification that I could not promote this podcast because it had the word cigar in the title. I was served ads for a couple of different products. The first was a set of coasters. Now you're thinking, okay, coasters, no big deal. Except that the image that goes along with this ad is a glass of brown liquor over ice with a cigarette butt floating in the glass on top of the coaster. Classy. And so, okay, so right off the bat, I have to think, Well, wait, so it's okay to have an image of a cigarette butt floating in the glass, but yet I can't have the word cigar. Okay, that's the first thing. Second was an ashtray that was made out of a vinyl record. And the record had been warped in such a way to have, like, a, an edge and, a, and make a bowl shape out of it. Which, by the way, is really cool. It actually is a neat-looking ashtray, and it's got, like, kind of a, you know, rippled edge along it so that but you the can point set being. your cigars in it. The point being, the um, product itself is an ashtray, and the image that goes along with this ad is not of the ashtray itself. It's of the ashtray with, I believe, nine or ten cigars resting in the grooves along it. So, again, right there, there is a product that is promoting the use of tobacco that is being freely advertised on Instagram. And then finally, the one that I will say I can maybe understand if they were to have appealed and whatever, it was an ad for Chew, but it was supposedly tobacco-less Chew. Like Mint? Mint. I, essentially, I mm-hmm. guess it was like mint flavored or something, but it was tobacco-less chew, and they were promoting that. Now, again, I can kind of understand, since I guess it is tobacco-less, but I just—the the PC police really bother me. And see, we live in Illinois where— um, Oh, we're going to get arrested just for having a podcast in Illinois. I was going to say, I mean, we're going to get taxed for it at least— you know, I love how we started this show talking about how we don't want to make it political, and here I am just getting totally into the politics. Oh, oh we want to of, make it political of tobacco and this war on tobacco. But,
0: but let me let me jump in and throw you off track for a second.
1: Mm, you're good at that.
0: Just last night, Nick is on a Facebook hiatus. I am. I'm not. I should be because it infuriates me.
1: My personal page. I I've taken two weeks off from Facebook because. I, without getting into the exact reasons why, I I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't deal with everybody expressing their political opinion um, with... yeah, here we are. Well, it, the problem isn't people that don't know uh, anything or the problem isn't people expressing their political opinion. The problem is people that don't know anything per, per expressing an, an opinion and therefore it's an opinion that's based on nothing. You know, that yeah. that's where I... I'm fine with... I feel this way. Yeah, exactly. My, my truth. Yeah. Well... Thank you. you choose your truth over, over facts, over right? Over facts, exactly. So... Anyway, but no, it's one of those things. We live in Illinois. Illinois has an extremely strict set of laws as it relates to tobacco. Jeff and I have, at one point or another, actually discussed the idea of how cool it would be to start a cigar lounge. I would
0: absolutely love to do that. The
1: problem is, in Illinois, because of the Illinois Spoke Free Act, which was uh, put into law and I believe implemented in 2008, what has to happen is we need to find a building that is freestanding and has no other businesses or apartments or anything within it, can't have anything else in it except for our store. We have to have a 15-foot buffer between us and any other building around us so it can't be like in a strip mall where like you know we're at the end and you know maybe there's a domino's pizza or a next downtown door or where something the buildings like
0: are contiguous
1: precisely or a downtown where the buildings butt up against each other we have to have 15 feet of space between our building and any other building all around us additionally we are our, our sales floor has to be separate from the lounge and it has to be walled off. It has to be sealed. Like we have to have a door separating our smoking area from our retail portion. So like, you know, I'm sure all of you go to cigar lounges where maybe, you know, you're in the back sitting there having a drink and smoking your cigar. And maybe you're like, oh, my lighter's out of butane. I need to go buy some butane. You'll just grab your cigar, walk on up to the counter, buy your butane, walk on back, right? Not in Illinois. Not in Illinois. can't do that in Illinois. You can't sell liquor and have a smoking area in Illinois. So if you are in a lounge where perhaps they have the ability to sell either full bottles of alcohol, or even have a liquor license to be able to serve you a drink. No, can't do that in Illinois. We cannot, have, we cannot be mixing you know, alcohol and tobacco, heaven forbid. And then additionally, in Illinois, you have to have, uh, uh, in order to maintain your smoking room, 80% of your profits have to come from the sale of tobacco or tobacco-related accessories, which, when you take into account the fact that you can't have alcohol, essentially means you have to be making all of your money on the sale of cigars, ashtrays, cutters, lighters, etc. There's no, you know, there, and you have to maintain records for that because they'll verify through your sales tax and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, and that doesn't even get into the fact that you have to register with the Secretary of State and have a separate license just to sell tobacco-related goods, I believe.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now, what I started to point out earlier, and we got off track, which we often do, on Facebook the other day, I actually had a story pop up, and it was talking about how they're thinking about adding a $5 charge per person to go visit Garden of the Gods here in Illinois. Folks, anybody in the listening audience, if you're within a day trip drive of southern Illinois, come and visit Garden of the Gods. It is absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous at sunset. Um, it is this rock. I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's basically these bluffs that over time have been eroded, and they just are gorgeous, just exquisite. And you're not going to believe you're in Illinois when you're visiting Garden of the Gods. It's just absolutely beautiful. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Go visit it. You're going you're gonna to love it. But they're talking about adding a $5 charge for folks to go visit Garden of the Gods. And at that point, I realized that we are to the point in our society that we are going to tax fresh air. Because that's what a $5 charge to go to Garden of the Gods and literally walk around a rock outcrop uh, is going to cost you to get out and experience nature and have some fresh air. Yep. Five bucks a head. That's apparently the new going rate for taxes on fresh air.
1: Well, and the problem is we as a society have accepted that we have to pay this sort of thing in order to, to you know, maintain our way of life and, and maintain the structure of, of our government. And heaven forbid our politicians actually take a good hard look at the at the, their budgets and start actually legitimately cutting their budgets. You have no idea I used to work in politics, folks. So before I, I we've we've covered in a previous episode how we both own small newspapers. I started my newspaper in April of two thousand fifteen. The reason I started a newspaper in April of two thousand fifteen is because in April of two thousand fourteen I was let go from the state of Illinois. And so I had done six years of press and communications for the Illinois House of Representatives, essentially working to make the politicians look good, which, let me tell you, in Illinois is not an easy job. We'll get into those stories uh, down the road in the podcast. Some other day. We'll we'll change <laughs> the names to protect the not-so-innocent. I, I know these guys. These guys, when they say we're going to cut the budget— they're not cutting the budget as it could be cut. You know, Illinois, for example, we're facing a massive pension problem that uh, there's no fixing. I, I am convinced that no, this state—we're down the rabbit they, hole. This state is too far gone, and at some point, we're going to have to to go ahead and find a way to declare bankruptcy. We've never
0: used the F but, word yet on the podcast, but this would be a good time if we were going to break it yeah, out. Yeah, we are. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm, yeah, we'll we'll save it. We'll save that. We'll so, save that, yes. But anyway, we're, so... We're keeping it clean. Man, folks. we have gotten down a dark, you know, angry rabbit hole here. So, <laughs> with that being said, how's the
0: cigar there, Jeff? You know what? I'm I'm actually about halfway through. And it's...
1: Hey, you're smoking it, quicker than me. It's normally all the other way happens, around. Though. You're normally the uh, quicker smoke. That's true. Yep. Until we started doing these podcasts, and now yes. all of a sudden uh, you're...
0: Yeah, once we started outpacing. doing the podcast... Well, I believe it's because Nick is... You know he's working the board and he's talking a little bit more than I am, so he's not puffing quite as uh, frequently as I am. I'm actually enjoying the cigar, but again, it's this would not be one of my go-to's. This is not a cigar that any, I would. Any pick.
1: legitimate flavor hints that you get off of it, not tea berry. No,
0: um, no, it's just it's just a little darker, um, like you said, a heavier smoke, little little peppery, but not real bad. Um, I have paired up tonight, by the way, because we haven't talked about our pairings yet. Yeah. I've actually paired up with uh, some dark roast uh, coffee from Starbucks.
1: I have an iced tea from Sonic.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, we did not do an alcohol pairing tonight, but I didn't want to get in the habit where
1: that's all we ever talk about. But I actually like and I very, very rarely pair with anything other than DiSorona, just because. Again, I I burnt myself out pretty bad in college, and I don't really do much. Nick's in the a way creature of, of
0: habit when it comes to the DiSorona, but. I, Nick does not drink coffee, which that makes me question everything about him. But um, I, I prefer a cigar. Um, I love the smell of coffee. Oh, well, absolutely. But I prefer a cigar with coffee in most cases to a cigar with alcohol. Well, there you go. And like I said tonight... I actually smoked my coffee a little bit earlier. I don't know if Nick was watching that. Did go you down. really? I really did. I didn't notice. That. And you know, I can't say I noticed any flavor changes, but I thought oh, I'm going to try it. I've have smoked everything else we've drank on the show. I'm going to smoke my coffee. Well,
1: there you go.
0: But no, I'm I'm enjoying the cigar again. I don't know if it's going to be a go-to for me. And and don't get me wrong, I love Oscar's cigars.
1: Yeah. No, I understand. I mean, you know, his uh, he's got... See, that's the nice thing about Oscar's line. And um, it, it, it's good for... I mean, most quality cigar makers are going to do this kind of thing where they have a diverse portfolio so that they have something for everybody. You know, Oscar has the Connecticut Lee for the 2012, which, I mean, the 2012 is by far one of the most mild easy smooth cigars I've ever had in my life I mean like by far in fact I would go so far as to say if I were gonna introduce somebody new to cigars okay and you're you're walking your buddy in to the shop and he's never had a cigar before in his life and you want to get him into the into the hobby and get him into the the, the environment and, and have him try something new I would go one of two directions um, and, and I would preface this by saying know your individual but if you if you think they need something with a little bit of flavor to kind of ease them into the whole to into into everything go with a tabac especial from drew estates you're a big it's,
0: fan of that cigar
1: dude everybody that i've ever introduced to cigars when i give them that they love it it's it's sweet it's got, the, it's got some, you know, infused sweetness and everything, but at the same time, it's a legit cigar. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it, it's a great smoke. And I mean, I even have four or five of them in my humidor at the office right now. But with that being said, the other option is the 2012 by Oscar. I think the 2012 by Oscar is by far one of the best intro cigars for a novice smoker you can find because... It doesn't have the infused flavors, so it doesn't kind of trick everybody into thinking that, you know, oh, you know, when they say that this has hints of uh, cherry or chocolate, that they're going to get a cherry chocolate bomb or something like that, you know. Whereas the, 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 it, it gives them the idea of, okay, you are smoking tobacco, and while there might be some maybe hints of flavors that maybe make you think of cherry or think of chocolate it doesn't necessarily taste like it and i i can't i cannot promote the 2012 by oscar enough in terms of h- as it stands a good cigar that you can introduce somebody to smoking with
0: well there you go mm-hmm. that being said how is yours
1: i enjoy it um, like i you know like we talked about earlier i do kind of float around the the spectrum of cigars a little bit. I typically start my day with something a little lighter than this and then move up to, you know, this. But even then, th- again, this isn't the heaviest cigar I've ever had. So it's definitely a solid medium, I think, for me. Um, and that's how it's classified on some of the, the, you know, websites and various things that I, you know, because I have to look up, you know, what type of leaf is what and everything. So I mean, I don't know that off the top of my head. I'm not that much of a geek about it.
0: Cigar snob. A
1: cigar snob. It is a uh, it is a medium, you know, cigar, but it's it's arguably the heaviest that Oscar has in his portfolio. And so with that being said, going back to what I was saying, he offers something for everybody. You can go from the super mild 2012, you know, through the leaf cigars, because the leaf, you know, he's got Connecticut, he's got Maduro, he's got a handful of different different
0: uh, I, I can't recommend the Leaf brand enough.
1: And then you know, from there, there's the Alter Q, the Alter Q, uh, to look at it, slightly darker wrapper than uh, than a Connecticut, probably more of a natural wrapper, but the Alter Q has this, it, it's got a spice to it, it's got it's got some kick to it, you know, and then the Wild Hunter, kind of a darker wrapper, not as dark as the. Um, Uh, Superfly. But that's not as heavy as this cigar. It's not as heavy, but I've, you know, I just had one of those the other night, and what did I comment to you the other night? It was spicy. I mean, I was getting some spice off of it. Now, could that have been maybe what I had for lunch that was reacting, you know, my palate reacting? It's possible, because, you know, again, I want to point out, I'm no expert at this whole situation. I'm learning, I'm developing my palate as I go, so you guys are along for the ride on that, but you know, but the Superfly I think is heavier than the Wild Hunter, but by all means it's not the heaviest cigar you'll ever smoke in your life. But it it's it's good. I like it. Good deal. hmm hmm Next week. Next week we, we have a treat have for you. a treat. So we are gonna be spending our time next week talking about Christian Arroya and the C L E brand of cigars, Aroa cigars, and um, Asylum cigars. It's all under kind of that CLE umbrella. Uh, we met with Christian at an event at the Hill Cigar Company. Plug, plug, plug. And We do um, love the Hill Cigar we Company. We do. St. Louis, Missouri. And so he was gracious enough to take a little time to talk with us and speak to us about himself, his history. Uh, his line of cigars, and then some of the work that he's doing. So we're going to bring that to you guys, and then we will be smoking uh, a cigar that was part of a sampler pack that we received at the event. It is a Aroa, the first 20-year series, and it is a Robusto. A box press, if I'm not mistaken. A little box press Robusto. And you know, depending upon how quickly we burn through that, I don't know if we'll get fully to a second cigar, but I did purchase a box of cigars. Are we going to double down? We may double down next week. We may very well double down, so it wouldn't hurt to be prepared.
0: You know know when that would be perfect is uh, when we play the interview. We'll be able to... There we go.
1: We can kind of finish the first one. Start the first one. Again,
0: folks get to hear the sausage being made.
1: Finish the first... Yeah, exactly. Finish the first cigar during the interview itself, and then after the interview, we can... We can start up the second cigar and kind of discuss our thoughts and everything like that after that. So with that being said, the second cigar, I purchased a box of CLE Connecticut's. Uh, I bought these 6x60s because, again, that's how I roll. You know, if you would prefer to purchase a different size, feel free. But we do like to let you guys know what we're going to be smoking in advance so that in case you would like to... Smoke along with us. You have that option.
0: And, uh, you know, if you have differing thoughts on the cigars than we do, uh, definitely reach out to us, uh, you know, on the comments, on the podcast, or on the socials, and let us know what your thoughts on these cigars are.
1: Definitely. We're going to be starting to compile You know some of the comments, reviews, things of that nature, and start doing a little mailbag section here in the cigar pulpit where we read off some comments. So if you have a wonderful idea, if you have critiques, if you have questions, if you have criticisms, if you want to call us ignorant, or if you want to tell us that we're wonderful, we We, really like it. We get the ignorant part a lot. We do get the ignorant part a lot. We really do. Feel free to send those our way. Uh, You can either comment on. Any one of the different platforms. Right now, the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music, and Spotify, as well as our host, Podbean. And then also, you can reach out through, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, and we have an Instagram, all the Cigar Pulpit. And then obviously, email is just nick at cigarpulpit.com.
0: The Instagram page is basically Nick in provocative poses with his cigars.
1: I've never done that. Oh. I mean, I can start doing that if it's going to get me likes. But, the, like the George
0: know. Costanza on the couch in the boxers?
1: Nobody wants to see that.
0: Oh, my God, Nick. We have to make that happen. No, nah, I don't think anybody I wants think to see that. I think if we get enough comments on our social requesting that, it's something that you're going to have to do.
1: Nobody wants to see that, What Jeff? What's
0: the number? What do we got to get to? I Come on, everybody's got a price, Nick. What's your number?
1: If we can get to 100 comments telling me that I need to do the George Costanza on the couch with a cigar... Then fine, I'll go ahead and do that.
0: Can I take the picture and yell, "You're a lover boy. You're a lover boy"? Oh God! I'm gonna do my best, Kramer.
1: A hundred comments, folks. Don't don't comment. It's the timeless this, this art of not, seduction. This is not one to encourage. This is this is definitely not one that anybody wants to see,
0: folks. You got to do me a favor and make this happen.
1: Final thoughts. You so said a on hundred.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna. I, we're hey, on record. We are here. on record. A hundred comments. If we can get 100 comments. If we can
1: comments, get 100 comments, I will acquiesce. And why you want this, I have no idea.
0: I love Ooh. you, Nick.
1: And there it got creepy. <laughs> there it got really creepy. So No,
0: I don't want you to deprive the listening audience of this photograph and it will make our Instagram pop. I mean it yeah. may get a shutdown, too because of the community standard but was I
1: was yeah it might make some heads pop that's for sure but
0: well I am telling you folks you want to see the bishop in this pose
1: mm, I don't think that's accurate at all <laughs> Final thoughts on the uh on the Superfly by Oscar
0: A good cigar it's not it again it's not a go to for me it's not a cigar I, I I hate to admit this because I I, I
1: love no, the other cigars I can respect that because here here's the thing Jeff when I purchased that big bag of cigars back a couple of weeks ago and told you that I had a and ready for easily the first, you know, dozen plus episodes, you know, I, I knew that there were going to be cigars in that bag that you may not, I, I was taking you out of your comfort zone with some of them. I knew that some of them were going to be ones that you weren't going to appreciate fully or, or maybe not, appreciate maybe not at the word, that you weren't going to Enjoy because it's not quite your cup of tea, but on the flip side.
0: But that's point of the that that's kind of the point of the podcast, exactly.
1: And, and I fully expect that of the cigars that I purchase, there might be a handful in there that I smoke them and sit back and say, "Why did I buy this thing?" When so, we do
0: our three dollar cigar show, which will, is down the road, that is down the road. Yeah, we're we're gonna do a quorum. Boy, that's gonna
1: get interesting.
0: I happen to like the quorum. I'm a little bit more of a cheap smoker, though. You know. It's a good road stick for me as I drive.
1: I love The Brick House by Newman, J.C. Newman, but I have tried a quorum a handful of different times, and every time I do, I have some sort of issue with it. So, But we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later.
0: That will be down the road. Keep listening.
1: So, folks, sorry if we got a little heavy with the politics this week, but the whole Instagram... Choose truth over facts. Well, the whole Instagram ad policy thing just really got in my craw, and I just had to, had to talk about that and... And that just kind of spiraled us down a rabbit hole, but such is life, so. Stop vaping. Yeah, stop vaping. Well, we'll we'll get to that another time. Oh, my God, I've triggered Nick. The giant conspiracy of the vaping industry. I've
0: triggered Nick.
1: Anyway, enjoy your cigar. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I am Nick, the Bishop of the Burn. With me. Gator. Gator. And don't forget to subscribe on any one of the various podcast uh, 100, platforms. 100,
0: 100 comments asking for the Costanza picture. Send
1: us some comments, send us, or put up some reviews so that other people can find us. We really appreciate it. Until then, stay smoky, everyone.